Welcome to the Faithful Feminist Podcast. My name is Elise. And I'm Channing. And welcome to our Holy Week series titled, Whom Seekest Thou? Restorative Easter Reflections. Easter is often a time when we look back on the experiences of Jesus during Holy Week. But if we root our worship readings in our time, we rediscover the radical roots of Easter. Join us each day of Holy Week as we share poems and sermons exploring how Holy Week calls us to restore reverence for marginalized communities engaged in the holy work of righteous unrest. We will also be donating and encouraging donations for different organizations and and collectives each day. Today, for Good Friday, Elise will be sharing a short sermon. Before I start, this piece is inspired by Bell Hook's essay, Feminist Politicization. Growing up Mormon, I hardly ever saw any crosses. In my homeward building, there were never really any pictures of the crucified Jesus, but instead, there were a lot of paintings of him resurrected in a bathrobe of glittery glory. Clean, pristine, and perfected. So you can imagine the unsettled feeling that knotted in my stomach whenever I would visit my grandma's house, because she, she had so many crosses one of which hung above her bed with a bruised, bleeding, anguished Jesus nailed and crucified. But I do remember learning about the crucifixion in primary and young women's classes, many of which placed a personal emphasis on the atonement. I'm sure you've been in similar lessons too, where forgiveness is told to be a personal, private matter between you and God, as if somehow it exists outside of time, space, culture, and history. Yet, I was also a part of other lessons that even went so far as to say that the more I sinned, the more I personally had caused Jesus to suffer in Gethsemane and on the cross. And on one hand, it makes sense, not only because developing a personal relationship with God can be meaningful, but also because within the United States, we live in a society where individuality and narcissism are woven into our identities. We grow up thinking that my experiences, my life, my body, my dreams, I'm all that truly matters. This is one of the reasons the second wave feminist phrase, the personal is political, was so powerful, because it made women's personal experiences the beginning and the end of an entire movement, as if personal experience was the exact same thing as political action. Were we to understand the crucifixion as simply and only ever personal, we risk stripping the event of its historical past and present political ramifications. Jesus didn't die for me. Jesus was murdered by the state, an event which is incredibly political. Reverend Dr. Will Gaffney writes, quote, There they crucified him. There they murdered him, executed him as a revolutionary, as an insurrectionist, as a person whose threat to the systems that dominate and decimate and dehumanize could only be extinguished in a spectacle lynching, end quote. Jesus threatened the status quo, sought to stand with the least of these, fought for bread, water, and shelter, talked out and back against leaders, and committed his life to radical systemic change. And the cost? A cross to bear. A cross that reminds us of the lynching tree, like James C. Cohn writes, A cross that reminds us of glorified militarization, brutality, violence, and those who call such suffering salvation. Thank God for the work of womanist theologians like Dolores Williams, who demystify brutal death in saying, 
Humankind is redeemed through Jesus's ministerial vision of life and not through his death. There is nothing divine in the blood of the cross. As Christians, black women cannot forget the cross, but neither can they glorify it. To do so is to glorify suffering and to render their exploitation sacred. End quote. This is what I mean when I say that Good Friday cannot only ever be about a personal experience of grief with our beloved Jesus. In doing this, we risk closing ourselves off to the systems of injustice at play in the crucifixion. We begin to see the crucifixion as an isolated personal event that happened one time in a faraway land. We begin to ask, how could these people have killed such a holy guy? Instead, were we to widen our view and look at the political and systemic influences, we would see how state violence, persecution, brutality, execution, and silencing of dissenting voices is not a unique phenomena, but a continual pattern of domination and control at the heart of all systems of oppression. It is not only personal, it is highly political. And yet I get it. 12-year-old Elise needed a personal dying Jesus above her grandmother's bed to make her feel connected to the cause, even if she didn't quite have the language for it yet. And maybe here's the radical hope linking the personal and the political, of which Bell Hooks has taught me much. At its best, a personal connection to the atonement and crucified Jesus could help us imagine new possibilities for transformation. It could help us link our personal experiences to collective struggles, thus leading to revolution. I hope to continue seeing personal experience only as a stage in the process of revolution. I don't want to stay here. I don't want to have to think Jesus died for me personally in order to care about the systems that killed him. I don't want to get stuck in the personal and mistake it for global experience. I don't want to have to be personally victimized, exploited, and oppressed in order to show my allegiance and commitment to others who are. I want to move toward radicalization by standing in solidarity with others in an attempt to dismantle forms of domination, even if they do not directly, personally affect me. And perhaps more importantly, especially if they directly benefit me while harming others. I don't only want to take it personally. I want to take it politically. Please consider joining us today in donating to Mass Liberation Arizona which seeks to decarcerate and divest from the criminal injustice system. Their website states, quote, we need people and resources in our communities, not in prisons, end quote. Visit their website at masslibaz.org to donate. Thank you so much for joining us for our Good Friday episode. We hope you'll join us tomorrow.